Well, the fate of Illinois' no-cash bail law is in the hands of the Illinois Supreme Court. And what's going to happen? Really anybody's guess. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Yesterday, the Illinois Attorney General filed their response to state's attorneys across the state that are attempting to throw out that provision to end cash bail across Illinois. And we've been following this uh, rather closely, especially since it passed in early January of 2021. And then a new legislature came in in mid-January. They filed a couple of revisions. Some of those were approved. And then the election happened. And then people were really raising red flags about the no-cash bail provision of the Safety Act because they worried that it would let certain criminals out of jail who are innocent until proven guilty but uh, may have been charged with certain crimes that they worried could lead to other people being in harm out in the community. So the Democrat-controlled legislature, they said that they were going to bring about some changes. The election happens. Democrats maintain control of the state legislature. They then file an update that uh, passed in the final moments of the the, the uh, veto session last fall. And it did include detainable offenses. It included a net of different offenses that people can be held pending trial. But it still got rid of cash bail. And dozens of state's attorneys across the state filed to block the no cash bail provision of the Safety Act. And all of those cases were consolidated into the Kankakee County Court. And the Kankakee County judge, after hearing both sides of the argument, decided that the uh, Safety Act Pretrial Fairness Act was a violation of the state constitution on a couple of different fronts. Uh, Number one, they said that it got rid of bail, which they say is surety and some kind of monetary value. And then also they said that it violated the state constitution's victims' rights amendment. And then thirdly, they said it violated the state constitution's uh, equal protections uh, as well. So these are obviously some arguments that are going to be heard in court. And uh, they have a hearing uh, that's set for March 14th in the Illinois Supreme Court. And we will be watching that live and bringing you the latest highlights from those arguments uh, as they unfold, and we'll highlight that on the show the following morning. Uh, but some of the arguments already uh, being, being spelled out, especially in a federal uh, state filing in the Illinois Supreme Court uh, from uh, Attorney General Kwame Raoul. And when you look at these, and again, uh, you can really kind of glean what's the top line arguments by uh, not just looking at the index that they have spelled out, but also some of the, the highlights. Uh, you know, for instance, the the attorney general says that the elimination of monetary bail is constitutional. They say the elimination of monetary bail does not violate the bail clause. That the bail clause guarantees an individual rights to criminal defendants. Uh, it also goes on to talk about the bail claim. Uh, it clause does not require the states to maintain a system of monetary bail. And again, this is the Illinois attorney general's argument against the state's attorneys trying to. 
uh, reverse the no cash bail provision. Uh, so it goes through in some lengthy detail, a lot of legalese, but again, the highlight bullet points here, uh, highlighting what the Illinois Attorney General's office has to say. They say the elimination of monetary bail does not violate the Crime Victims' Rights Clause. Uh, they say that the elimination of monetary bail does not violate separation of power principles. Uh, it does uh, the, the, the detention provisions are constitutional, they say. The detention provisions do not violate separation of powers. Uh, and uh, going on with a, a variety of other arguments. So uh, these are obviously some legal arguments that can be really dense. And uh, they'll have uh, oral arguments March 14th in the Illinois Supreme Court to determine what to do with no cash bail. Uh, but uh, with that Kankakee County decision that happened just before New Year's and then the Supreme Court saying we have to halt no cash bail statewide or else there could be chaos. And that happened on New Year's Eve because no cash bail was supposed to start January 1st. Well, here we are now, February 28th, no cash bail still very much up in the air. Now, uh, Jeffrey Clayton, he's the executive director of the organization American Bail Coalition. And uh, he lays out that uh, uh, he agrees with the state's attorneys who argue that uh, an outright ban on bail is unlawful without a change to the Illinois state constitution. He lays out some of his other arguments here. In Illinois, obviously, I think it's a bad policy move. And obviously, I think there's a lot of legal questions as to whether what the legislature did is going to be consistent with the state constitution. And more from Clayton on the issue. And in New Jersey, for example, prosecutors file for detention in 47% of all cases and get a detention rate of 20%, which I would probably argue is higher uh, than what Illinois is doing right now. And uh, another statement from uh, Jeffrey Clayton about uh, no cash bail. I don't. And that's why this is a confusing move, because, you know, they did it several years ago when this New Jersey question was in vogue. Obviously, the results didn't pan out and the alternatives to money bail seem to uh, make the problem worse. So this obviously is going to be debated even further now that you've got the state replying to the state's attorneys who are replying to the state uh, in the Illinois Supreme Court and the Illinois Supreme Court to hear oral arguments in the challenge of no cash bail currently halted pending the appeal from the states. And we'll see how this plays out March 14th when the Illinois Supreme Court has their oral arguments. A lot of actions in the courts. I think it's important that we continue to follow not just what happens at the state house, you know, the legislative branch, not just what happens with the executive branch and the governor, for instance, uh, but also what's going on in the judicial branch, the third branch of government. I think it's it's important for us to, to regularly be refreshed on the uh, separation of powers and how you know uh, one branch is supposed to provide a check on the other branch and a third branch is supposed to come back and provide a check on all branches. So uh, it's important that uh, we just regularly refresh ourselves on our system of government, even in a state like Illinois. All right, it is Springfield's Morning News. If you like what I do, be sure to follow Bishop on Air, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, where you can find clips. Just search Bishop on Air and uh, tell your friends about it. All right, why not? Uh, it is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's